0: Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio, Zach Milbank here. And with me today on a very warm evening here at the Mitchell Park Footy Club is the Glenelg women's coach, Jason Farrell. Jase, how are you going? Good, thanks, Zach. Thanks for coming out. Pleasure. Um, Fantastic to catch up uh, with the Bays, uh, obviously leading into the 2020 statewide Super
1: Women's League season. Uh, How have preparations been for you? Uh, Quite good. Um, We've got some new faces, which is... um obviously exciting this time of year and we've also got um, a bit of stability with some consistency for some of our players. You know, we're bringing new, new players, we've got a lot of new players over the last two years, but there's a body of our playing group that are coming into their second year with us, mm. um, which will probably give us the chance to build on. And build
0: is a good word because uh, you've certainly built uh, nicely in the last sort of 12 months or so because obviously coming from rock bottom the year before and then um, playing finals footy last year was a big step in the right direction for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, finals was good. Uh, disappointing to bow out uh, in, in one game pretty much. Um, but we learn a lot along the way and we had some lows last year, no question, and there's a couple of games where we didn't score very much. But um, ironically, we were able to turn the corner. We learn a lot through the footage and, and how we wanted to play and uh, because our players are so new yeah. um, it was always going to take that experience of being in some low periods of time mm-hmm. uh, for us to use that and come out the other side. So um, that, that said, 2020 is another challenge yeah. and um, um, there's a lot of great coaches um, in this competition. I pinch myself all the time and yeah. uh, um, and we're still fairly new and young so mm. you just don't know. but. Um, uh, I love the excitement and I love the um, the attitude of our playing group moving forward, so.
0: No, yeah, and as you say, uh, no doubt there's always new challenges and you'll have those because uh, obviously you lose um, Caitlin Gould and uh, obviously Lucy Bellinger bit, as yeah. well. We're fantastic for the program though to have those girls picked up into the
1: AFLW. Yeah, absolutely. Um, certainly it's not a goal to get your players drafted, mm-hmm. but if you... If you get the process right, these things tend to take care of themselves, and whilst they do leave a, a bit of a hole for us, they create opportunities for someone to step up or some new players to come into our program, but I think it validates what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know Finals was validation for what we were doing, um, as is getting players drafted, so yeah. I, I know last year we struggled to be attractive for players to come to yeah. us, um, it hasn't necessarily been the case this year, so that's pleasing.
0: And speaking of which, a couple of recruits from South Adelaide, very handy, uh, Grace Duffy and also uh, Emily Woods, so some experience there into your lineup.
1: Yeah, Grace is still young and, and fairly raw, but she's um, she brings that youthful exuberance, and um, she still has a little bit of experience, uh, she's a good athlete, but it's balanced with the experience of Emma Woods coming in, and we know that our list is fairly young in terms of football, and it was... Important for us to get someone in the front half of our um, our team that had that experience and can sort of control things for us because where we where we were let down last year was that deeper forward structure uh, set up for ourselves and having someone experienced like M there is certainly going to help.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And um, what about, we talked about Caitlin Gould. uh, She obviously only had, I think, the one year of footy and then drafted. Um, Who are some of the Caitlin Goulds we can perhaps look out for, what might have been playing locally, and uh, we're about to see them uh, at Sanford W level?
1: Yeah, so I'll I'll drop a few names for you. Um, Rachel Aistrope has come out of Happy Valley. Um, She's a fairly quick uh, inside-outside midfielder, uh, as is Jess Bates, who's been mainly a... um, off the back line for Smosh West Lakes but um, she's certainly shown some improvement and ability to go through perhaps a midfield rotation as well. Casey Coons who's come out of the South Junior program there, she's training amazingly well. Um, Lauren Fisher from Rinella, um strong, powerful athlete. Lauren Kenny's powerful, she's probably more smaller in stature. Suai Moon who's um, in the ruck at uh, Flagstaff Hill, she's uh, uh, strong, athletic, out of basketball, plays for Sturt. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor Scapins and, and Sarah Wilton out of um, uh, Moffville Park are also ones that we're looking at to put pressure on our senior players as well.
0: Touched on a basketballer there, you got um, some cross-coders that we so often see, yeah, any interesting ones?
1: Yeah, so uh, Soraya Moon is definitely one. Yeah. Um, she's played, um, I think, State League for um, um, Sturt. And then we've also got Sarah Wilton, who's a net bowler, cross-coder. Uh, she's come over. Um, I find the netballers have come uh, come across pretty well to our game, okay. um, so out is um, um, one netballer and in is another yeah. netballer.
0: Oh, terrific to see, and uh, we're sitting here um, in a very warm conditions. Um, uh, Obviously, we haven't really had a real spike in the in the heat or a prolonged period of it, but uh, um, you were saying to me off here earlier that it actually can be a good thing to really condition the girls because, let's face it, uh, come mid-February, uh, this could be the case on game night.
1: Yeah, well, like I said to you earlier, we, we played a game in 40-odd degrees against North Adelaide last year, uh, early in the piece and um, whilst those conditions are challenging and um, we need to make sure that our players are conditioned to be able to um, not fall over <laughs> in those mm. conditions because mm. it can be quite stifling um, and it was so humid last year in that game I can remember as well so yeah. there were other challenges that presented but I don't mind the heat if you listen to the uh, sports scientists they tell you that um, uh, training in the heat is good and you can get better better quality training and fitness uh, building out of it so yep. um, I hope we have a bit of a sustained period so our girls can be acclimatised mm-hmm. to it. So for some of them, this is new.
0: Yeah, and it's just important just to take the right um, precautions leading into each session and game day, isn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly right. And, you know, obviously we, we can't stress enough hydration and food and sleep mm. and all the things that actually help players perform, but obviously more so in these conditions. And, you know, we can structure it at training where we're taking more breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, can't do that in a game, obviously. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and as I said, we build up to that. So by the end of yeah. our pre-season, we're not having the breaks that perhaps yeah. we are early in the piece. So.
0: Yeah. And uh, what about uh, yourself, Jase? How are you looking forward to it? Uh, entering your second year at the helm in full.
1: Uh, exciting. Uh, like to see you know whether we can build upon what what we did last year. And whilst we don't believe last year was assessed by any stretch, we were mm. certainly pointing in the right direction. Mm. And um, I, I'm I'm really excited by the coaching group uh, we have. They're very good mm. at teaching. Um, but I'm also excited by the playing group and. I, I can tell you, when we added all these new faces into our group, mm-hmm. uh, the impact it had on our experienced players, um, they were knuckling down with their off-season programs because they could just see that um, the squad was getting stronger, the competition's yep. going to get stronger, and um, yep. like I said yeah. I said to you before, there's... Um, the quality of coaches you just know the standard of the game is going to get so much better so mm. um, it's exciting.
0: And you speak of uh, coaches uh, what about alongside of yourself for uh, 2020 uh, uh, I understand Ange Moritz is uh, keen to go around again in the coaching box?
1: Yeah Ange Moritz will be uh, our bench coach she's um, uh, recovered from a knee reconstruction she's a paramedic so mm. obviously she's back working um, some shifts so um, it was a little bit problematic for her to be committing to a, uh, a line role, but she's going to assist with our midfield. Mm-hmm. Richard Gray, the Salisbury uh, Premiership coach, Women's Premiership coach, comes in. Uh, mm-hmm. He'll help look after our midfield with Ange. Uh, Braden Talbot will come in and uh, look after our back line. He coaches in the uh, Women's Indigenous program, at, uh, The Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tammy Scott's going around again, and part of her part of our pathway evolution is she'll go from the back line to the forward line so that she can develop as a coach and Mm. um, hopefully take my job one day.
0: (laughs) Very good Uh, Yeah, not afraid to dish that around mate.
1: No I (laughs) I, I want us to be a pathway for for female players, but mm. also female coaches. And um, yep. I, I'm happy to, when someone's ready to mm. tap me on the shoulder, I'll, I'll take a backward step and help mentor them and, mm-hmm. and transition them into the role. I like the development side of it. So I'll always think I'll be involved in some area, but mm-hmm. I, think this, I think we have a responsibility to the game to get more female coaches mm. through the system and, and also in head coaching roles. Um, yep. uh, I just look at some of the AFL clubs now and there's none or one female coach within their program, Mm -hmm. within the AFLW, and I I actually scratch my head and go, we we need to be better than that.
0: And we're seeing uh, more and more of the Sample Clubs uh, having females on the assistant Um, panel obviously as a lot of these experienced heads are um, heading off into retirement, and obviously Jane Fitzgerald Stacey Huddleston and uh, Emma Sampson just a few off the top of the head
1: Yeah I think that's fantastic and and our own Angie Marich and Lex Mm -hmm. Edwards who was here who's uh, no longer with us uh, for this next season she's in uh, Brisbane but um, I think it's great this next phase of coaching in our our competition is going to be pretty exciting as those experienced players, they're hanging on you know, yeah. to get a taste of this for as long as they can and I totally understand and uh, uh, and I'd be doing the same thing if I was in their, in their shoes but mm. um, it's exciting that we're going to have a lot of quality football brains come into our space and like I said, I want one of them to take my job because it um, means we're doing everything right from our end. so
0: yeah. And just finally, uh, have you touched base with Ed Marinoff to make sure she's available <laughs> again in the lead-up to uh, the finals?
1: No, I'd just like to give her a bit of space. I'm sure she'll <laughs> make her mind on what she does, but I think the Crows might um, might veto that or the league might veto that. You know, The fact is we copped a bit of flack from opposition clubs last year for Eb coming in and, and supposedly helping us um, make the finals, but the fact of the matter is we, we beat South without Ed Marinoff mm, um, right. when we got on our... Um, our winning streak towards the end of the season, so um, I think the belief was there and it was growing. Sure, she helped, mm. um, but the challenges of bringing in a player outside of your yeah, program that don't understand things. how you are playing mm. there were some challenges with that. Mm. But uh, she's just a wonderful, wonderful person who wanted to be here, mm. and she's a she's a gun, as you know.
0: And I can I imagine it's a good thing for the competition as well, just to have someone of her caliber wanting to play in the Sanford Women's
1: Women's uh, space. Yeah, I agree, and I think um, it's actually quite disappointing. I'll be I'll be honest with you that. Um, we, we draft these players into our program to help the Crows if they want players playing locally while their season's going it's just really disappointing that they can't give a little bit back after their season. I understand why I know all the, the reasons behind that but mm. I think it would be very exciting for our comp if we could have more of those players coming back in it. It would lift the standard, it would make it more attractive mm. and certainly raise the profile as well as it did for us last year as well We had we played against Sturt Ebony Marinoff's first game with us and that was after a men's game. We had about 1500 people yeah. hanging around for that game. It was just an amazing atmosphere that our girls still talk about now so, mm. you know, I, I'd like to see that but the fact is it's probably not going to happen so uh, I'm probably wasting my breath on
0: that <laughs> now who knows you just never know Jace but uh, yeah great to see Eb involved last year that's for sure thanks very much for your time on Sample Radio we do appreciate that and uh, wish you all the best for the 2020 statewide Super Women's League season
1: excellent thanks Zach and thanks for everything you've done for the women's footy in, uh, in South Australia I think um, uh, the more you do of this the better it is for our competition so I appreciate that